Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Aren't arrogant. Even if we aren't arrogant, we get superstitious. We start winning and then we believe... Well, I need to keep doing that to win again, which is the worst thing you could possibly do because there's always Narshi out there coming for your spot. And you cannot get complacent and think the same thing that worked last year. You see it all the time in professional sports championship teams. You see it all the time. Did y'all, did y'all, y'all I don't know if y'all missed Sister Book of Grandbaby. She's so cute. Did y'all see that? I'm just assuming it was the grandbaby. Yes, I'm just assuming it was the grandbaby. She looks like a little angel. Yes, yes. We're blessed. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You see in professional sports championships all the time. You see the championship team win. And then they don't make the playoffs the next year. Because you have to remember, everybody they beat is upset. And during the offseason, all they've done, Jerome, is draft players to teach you a lesson. (laughs) And ran plays to teach you a lesson. And how dare you beat me 
like that and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we're gonna take about 10 minutes, all personal finance, we're gonna take about 10 minutes. This is actually personal finance. I'm gonna try to tie everything in. This is more of increasing your ability to earn, which is immediately what we talked about in Richest Man in Babylon. We wanna give praises and props to Tempest, Simone Smith. Yes. If y'all can just, just clap for no reason, don't worry about it. And I'll tell you. Oh, yes, Tempest. Then we want to give praises and props and applause to Diana as well. Diana Marie Smith. There you go. Yes, Dee Marie. Yes, yes. Both of these ladies have spent years working on their crafts and now they are attracting and knocking out certifications. Jerome had his hand up. Okay, yes, go ahead, Jerome. Well, I appreciate that. Yes. I just wanted to say before you got started that on more than one occasion last week, you really pissed me off. Nah, yeah. Oh, well, you know what? It's going to get worse today. <laughs> okay, but no, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But so I got to share something with you. Share it with me. <laughs> you know, on Friday, we had the, we had the resurrection service, and I had never been in a seven last word service before. I heard about them, had never been in it. They knocked it out the park. They just, it was, it was awesome. Now here, here comes Sunday morning, you know, hey, you know, resurrection. One of my brothers I hadn't seen in over a month walks in and gives me an envelope. Come on, Jerome. Watch it. And all was in that envelope was a check. For two hundred and fifty dollars, and guess who I thought about? Come on, you. come on! Now. Because <laughs> you were talking about how we mm -hmm. attract. Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And I was like, and then I went, uh, uh. I say, no, he didn't. For no reason, he said, I got something for you. And I went, okay, stuck it in my pocket. Mm -hmm. Opened it up last night. I went, that damn Antonio T. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Works every time, Jerome. <laughs> I was messing with Deanna last night. I said, so what you're telling me is, when you listen to me, you're blessed. And when you don't listen to me, you're not blessed. And I came in here this morning. I said, Grace, let me ask you a question. <laughs> I did it the same way. <laughs> I did it the same way. No, it's true. It's, it's, it's a law. It is no more accurate to say if you put your hand in fire, you're going to burn, then if you give, you will attract. There is, there is no difference in the law. The universe doesn't understand the difference. Tempest and Diana both have achieved high-ranking certifications in their fields. If we can, please unmute our mics, clap for these lovely ladies, yes. Awesome yes. job, ladies. Yes. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Absolutely. Tempest is obviously in a meeting right now, so I'm sure she would join us uh, if she can, if she can for sure. But she has gotten her three in three, three high ranking cybersecurity, Microsoft specific cybersecurity certifications. She finished her last one at 7.30 p.m. last night on Easter Sunday. Yes, she did. On Easter Sunday, I told her Jesus was going to walk through your certification since you getting certified on Easter. I said, Jesus is going to walk through him. Deanna has become, and she's been working on this for two years, two, two years, even, even crazy. It, 
even crazy. You know, she's been, there's three levels of mentorship. How you handle this is up to you and your character. The first level of mentorship is Phil knows everything. Oh my God, whatever he says, I'm going to do. The second level of mentorship is, oh my God, Phil knows everything. I'm working it. I am almost becoming as smart as Phil. The third level of leadership, I mean, mentorship is, I, I am, I, he can't teach me no more. It is time for me to go out on my own. Now go out on your own depends. That means you can go out on your own and take a department in the humor consultants or come back and wind up working with students, often work with the teachers. It happens not as often as you would like, but it does happen. Or you go out and you have bad attitude about it. Or you go out and then your two companies are in good partnership and you always become great friends and great working relationships. Either of these three in infinite possibilities, but how you leave always determines or is always predicated and propelled by your level of character at the time always and Deanna for two and a half years was like I, I, I'm leaving I gotta get out of here I gotta get out of here and just depending on how I carried it that's how she left but she's here and I can't even pronounce what she is now so you have to help us it has a slash in there son would you please tell the world what you are please as of right now yes sir I am a community slash practicing herbalist all right, there you go. He is a practicing a community. Congratulations! And, yes, and practicing herbalist. She that's so. If you look at the articles on Mexican News, you can tell that has been her her unique gift, passion. She enjoys recommending. Re, she, herbal plans there you go she enjoys gotta got watch your words recommending herbal plans for the bottles of pills she see oh you're taking this for that well, there's a herb for that and of course if nobody else is excited i know susan is you hear me <laughs> I can do goodness. I like that. <laughs> yes, that's Susan Lakers. You understand. It's, it makes total sense, though. This this universe is vibrating in harmony with imperfection. And if you simply digest perfection, whether it be in your mouth, your spirit, your mind, your eye gate, whatever that may be, then your chakras will immediately or will eventually start clearing themselves. Your body will will heal itself, regenerate itself. It's a great way to say that. Yeah. And God will be good again. At least your body will recognize the goodness of God. There you go. Because I'm not sure if God stops being good, but your body starts failing. So there you go. So congratulations to these two ladies. One more time, please, if you don't mind. Yes. You will yes, see a lot yes. of that. You know, I thought you will see a lot of that in Assembly of Wanderers, a lot of it, both sides. And I believe, well, I know Deanna has something coming very soon. I know Adrian and who was it? It was Adrian and somebody. Adrian and Frida. I know Adrian and Frida are already enrolled 
in the thing that that Deanna is doing. Cool. Yes. 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 So let Adrian know if you if you talk to her, Grace. Let let her know she's already enrolled into it. It's, it she's here. Mm-hmm. Where's she? I don't see her name. Oh, there it is. I'm looking for Adrian. I misunderstood. I got. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm looking for letter A. There you go. I'm we'll here. see. See, that, that's how you talk behind somebody back. You bless them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Well, today is called Savers or Losers. Why Savers or Losers? And none of this, what did Jerome say? Uh, I'm, I'm going to piss you off. And I intend for this class to go over, this personal finances to go over. We won't go into law number two until complete and until complete, there's a lot of things that encompasses law number one. Does anybody have the rich man trash can next to you or a digital copy or something? Anybody? No, rich man in trash can. Anybody have? Any, is it anywhere somewhere? It's, I know. I know. Feeling Grace always got it. Some something ready. If okay, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean Grace has it, and then Phil just picked it up. Phil, if you could do me a favor, if you if you open it up, I'm not sure if your version has pages, page numbers, because I know you would have been the first person to get it, so you probably don't have page numbers. But after, in the beginning where it says chapter one, right here, that TLDR, could you just read that one little sentence? It's like right here. TLDR at the very beginning, chapter one. TLDR is internet language for too long, didn't read. <laughs> Go ahead. Money is at an all time high. And if you don't pay your bills the way you wish, you don't understand the rules of money and wealth. Thank you so much. That's the heart of the next couple of days. Money is at an all time high. And if you're not able to make ends meet, you don't understand money. This is a blessing. It sounds bad, Prophet Jerry, but the truth is, I could have said money's at all time high. And if you don't know how to pay your bills on time, you're stupid. But that's not what the law says. You, 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 you get it? You, you're, you are a loser. It's not what the law says. The law simply says you just don't understand. And that's it. Let that be a gift for you because it takes no talent to learn a discipline. Any discipline can be learned by any person. Ralph Waldo Emerson said something similar to that many, many years ago. All you need to learn the discipline is practice and time and dedication. What does Napoleon Hill call it? A burning desire. Phil once told us, it was, it was a man, it floored me. I was asking a question, he was like, to be honest with you, Antonio, I've never accomplished anything without a burning desire. And he's, he's right. In order to learn the practice of being rich or whatever it doesn't matter discipline if you not discipline as you understand it i mean to learn something is a discipline and talent is not required 
for disciplines. To pick up a cup of coffee is a discipline. Babies can't do it. it takes no talent. It takes practice. And in this case, dexterity. I mean, skill with the hands. Okay? That it, that's it. That's it. So as you get punched in the face today, and you will, and shout out to Prophet Jerry, he's in a, on, a, on a hospital bed with needles in his chest, and he's still on financial. Come on, y'all clap for that. That's incredible. That's, yeah, that, yeah, that is incredible. That, now that is incredible, you know. <laughs> That's amazing. I, that, hey, I don't know healthy, I know healthy folk who won't show up for themselves. Yeah, like that's all right. all right. I'm not even trying to bother y'all too much. I'm just saying. Oh, about to start preaching I, as I, what I, Grace I, say. <laughs> <laughs> Won't even show up for themselves, Susan. And here he is. What is it? Uh, broken, but blessed. Y'all yeah, don't want to fool with me. That's all right. There's a there's, a, there's another way to say that. Tasha Cobbs calls it. Tasha Cobbs calls it gracefully broken. Broken and blessed. Broken and blessed. You show right, not blessed. That's it. She calls it gracefully broken. Got a whole song about it. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not. Anyway, let me let me let me get y'all. First thing, I I, I oh Monica, I knew I had Monica. Monica, I mean Mike, let me know when you can hear me. She's down here, by the way, y'all. Was I'm here? Outstanding. Tempest has a great idea. Let's get together immediately. It's time to buy that gym. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It's time to buy that gym. Tempest wants to use the gym. Tempest wants to use the gym that Monica is going to do her amazing thing in. And I'm going to read the message to you exactly. What if we use the gym that Monica wants to open as a lead magnet for Assembly of Wanderers and have it be part of the healing center experience, but also separate? Because I've been talking about healing centers and how I want to do that. And who else better than Monica and me to have the physical side of healing lead to the spiritual side of healing? That's amazing. Okay. All right. Awesome. So you, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So Monica, you not only was I already going to do it, but now I'm motivated to do it because it's tied into my dreams now. What? Once something's tied into your dreams, you can't stop thinking about it. Uh, okay. All right. Here we go. Right. We'll this, talk about it. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I'm here all week. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, you should get excited about selling your gym memberships. This is going to upset you, and I'm not done yet. Let's go. Oh, okay. I want to refresh it real quick and then unmute it. Well, oh, they can lend out your.
I save money when they print money. They can print as much as they like. Then they tell you, so that you go to school, you get a job, you become an employee, you pay taxes because you're working for money. Then they tell you to save money. So let's say you save $1 US or one euro, one yen. The banking system can lend out 10. So the entire system is called the fractional reserve system. The fractional reserve system is also printing money. And then they tell you to save money. So they, they want you to save money so they can lend out your money 10 times. So your dollar became worthless 10 times over. They used to pay you 10% interest on your money. Now it's at best 1% and they're still lending it out 10 times. So that's why you don't save money is because your money is becoming worth less and less and less and less and less. The banks are getting richer and richer and richer. Why would I save money when they- All right, all right, all right, okay. I talked about this last week. I don't know if y'all remember. Right okay, you had your own pissed off right now. Good, I talked about this. I said they borrow your money. Nine, they, they use it nine times, they, they get a billion, they can turn it into nine billion. And I actually, I, I think I really want to say it's 90 billion, but I'm going to have to double check that. I've got it written down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you, you, can't, you can't save your way to wealth. And the reason why this is so tough to receive and accept, because if you're Jerome, if you're Susan, if you're Anthony, if you're Sister Booker, if you're Frida, if you feel and sugar, that don't sound right. Because you used to be able to save yourself to wealth or yeah. some resemblance of it. And for me to oh, oh, and, and Sandra, and for me to say, you, you can't save money no more. If you 55 and over, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a chameleon. I'm listening for right now, brother. I go I with the I go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. You should. You should. And 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 and, and here's the deal. Me saying this in 1945, I still would have been right, but I would have been right too early, and people don't pay attention. Then. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like saying in when Obama said during his couple of last offices during the Ebola, he said, I set up this thing because the next pandemic is going to come. It's too yeah. early. It's too right, too early. You, you get what I'm saying? It was too right, too early. Wow. It fell on deaf ears. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? It fell. When Ray Dalio was saying in 2004 that it's going to be a great recession, terrible than you've ever seen before, he was four years too early then he did it again and like you know earlier than that too early so when you're too right too early no one pays attention mm. but i'm too late to be telling you this at this point <laughs> i'm too late i want to have him i went searched for a keynote of his breaking this down is four minutes and 14 seconds and what i'm going to do let me tell you what i'm going to do i'm going to tie in why saving money orchestrates nearly governmentally ordains you into being a loser and i'm going to put it back into the how the economy works video by ray dalio and so antonio yes sir can you say saving money for wealth could you just say that you know because no. it, it makes me it makes me feel better okay <laughs> If I'm saving money for wealth, Tony, I'm, I'm an idiot, some okay? kind of way. You I'm still say that, I'm okay? I'm going to lost some money by saving some of it. Yeah. You, I'm upset. 
Yeah, you should. There is no acceptable, there's only one acceptable circumstance to save money today. Well, I guess two. If you don't know what to do with it, save it, please. Save it, save it. But barring that aside, the only acceptable reason to save money today is when the investment you're about to make, the prices are too high. It's the only acceptable reason. Because because I don't, you, you shouldn't invest when you know it's about to come down. If it's too high, it's about to crash. That's the natural ebb and flow of currency in a capitalistic society, which you, you've been learning. The only reason that any of you should save money is you for the, you for the go buy real estate property. And it's, you know it's $60,000 overvalued. So you're going to say amen. Amen. That's right. You look at the comps in the area and it don't cover what somebody asking for something. That's right. Then you don't give it to them. That's right. And you save it until they come down or you find something that is down. Go ahead, Susan. Well, I was going to say, isn't everything inflated now? I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what to do about saving or investing at the, right now. Fair enough. You, that is good. Let's address that right now. That I want to talk about that at some point. No, I'm going to talk about it right now because that's good. That is absolutely good. The, let, me, let me repeat for people who she asked a real question from someone living in real life. <laughs> this is a real question. She's saying, damn if I do, damn if I don't. Everything's yeah. inflated. <laughs> you know, everything is inflated. So what, what, what do I do? When you have to pick two evils, mm. always pick the worst one. Let me, let me, let me help you out. When you have to pick two evils, always pick the worst one because it's going to wake you up and shock you and stop you from being dependent on whatever illusion you were under. Think, let's think about it real quick. We are blessed as a nation. This is not left or right. Do y'all understand? Mm -hmm. But we are blessed as a nation of America to have had Trump and not Hillary. And let me be very clear, I voted for Hillary. Listen, let me just let me let me be very clear with you. Because is there a difference between Trump and Hillary? Probably not. But one of them didn't put no candy on the medicine and it woke y'all up. You see what I'm saying? It's the same government. But you needed this super bad poison to go, oh, crap, I need to do something. Yeah. So whenever you have to choose two evils, choose the worst. And the worst evil is always investing. Now, I'm using this as a metaphor. Because we want to save because we can see it. We can hold it. There's no risk. Yeah. You see, I'm not talking about facts. I'm talking about feelings. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about feelings not facts but feelings because it's okay when my money is right down the street <laughs> and in my power you understand what i'm saying oh y'all lost that money in the stock market mine in my savings account mine under my mattress mine this here so the worst evil is not saving when it comes to feelings the worst evil is letting it completely go and having no control over what happens, but your education and how you de-risk your investment. Remind me to talk about that. It's the most important thing, de-risk investments. 
This is the most important thing. I learned it from a Wall Street banker. So you, when you don't, when you're asking what Susan said, which is a real question, damn if I do, damn if I don't, I don't know. Everything's inflated, but it's better for you to be inflation risk averted in investments versus inflation risk averted in your savings because your savings ain't doing nothing. At least you have enough movement in your money to counteract inflation. So let me, let me, let me, when you have to choose two evils, always choose the worst one. Always. And I, I'll push it further. Let, let, let me take, here's the stuff I really think that I shouldn't say out loud, Jerome. Not, I, I shouldn't. But this is stuff I really think that's just going to get me in trouble. They're going to play this 15 years from now, I'm going to get in trouble. And this is, this is what I really think. I really think if you don't own property, you shouldn't even be voting. I said it. That's what I think. Get ready, get, you're <laughs> a whole bunch of trouble, man. That's what I think. I think it should be a weighted democracy because it ain't no democracy anyway. We're a republic. And I think if you don't own property, you shouldn't even be voting. So do you now, get more votes if you own more property? No, not more votes. You ah. just the vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 a super. That's a Roman weighted democracy. <laughs> that's what that is. The reason I, I say like that, that Roman made is <laughs> I know I know you, you can control everything when you. <laughs> that, that, that's why I don't see. I don't. I don't want that part. Rome had had tiers. Let's say like a hundred a hundred, and most of the population was obviously at tier one. And the more you owned, and the more you had, the more you were in the Senate. That that's where we get our stuff from. The more you had all these things, the more votes that the more your vote was weighted. The more your vote was, you know, you have more votes. One vote up here counted more than that. I don't want to do that. What I'm saying is when you tell someone who don't own anything, here's a million dollars, what you want to do with it, what they gonna say? Split it. Split it evenly. Problem with that is the money coming right back to me anyway. See, these cold hard truths. I know you don't like it. I I admitted early in this class, two things. I'm intentionally going to go over and talk about what Jerome said. You really going to get pissed off. <laughs> you really going to because when you start telling people saving is their toxic habit, they can't handle that because you've been taught saving is to be a good steward of your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 45, in 1935, Saving no longer is a good student of your money. You can say, but that ain't what the Bible says. The Bible also says that you need to know the laws of the land. And the laws of the land, when it comes to finances, have changed. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It has changed. And this is not up for discussion. Mm-hmm. We make 1,730 millionaires a day. At, at this point, Diano, millionaire is now middle class. Okay, go ahead, Susan. Yes. I think she froze. Oh, there you go. Yes, ma'am. Well, Antonio, you know, when we moved here, we were looking at property to buy, and then that whole thing messed up, well, you know, with right. the, with the right. guy. And now the house, so we did buy. Right. So now it, they've gone up $100,000. Yep. That's exactly what happens. They're $100,000 more. Yep. 
So, you know, I don't know, you know, what to do as far as, you know, you know, no, what to I, do. I, I completely get you. What I would do with is a, I would, no, what I would do is I would trust in three years, it's going to be up a hundred thousand more again. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the, here's the deal. Now, of course, if you're, if you're like Margie, who owned everything and now wisely downsized and says, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm going to maintain my lifestyle. That's not not owning. You, that's you adjusting for your age and properly doing your finances. You understand? And what that's mean? what we were trying that's to it, do. I do but that right now. now. Kind of like just, you know, blowing through the money and I want to do something. Right. No doubt. No doubt. So what I'll do is I will work in immediately. I might even invite a friend or two on good investment opportunities, good investment opportunities. And it should always, well, I was going to say always. I would say though, at your age, it should always be a hard income producing asset. Always. Yes, that's what I Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Always. Absolutely. And the, all the other people that you mentioned on this call that yeah. are in that area absolutely absolutely if you are past the age of extreme risk hard income producing assets you shouldn't be thinking about anything else and it ain't that many like as far as genres out there there's plenty of them but it, it ain't that many genres you can think about you just the minerals real estate <laughs> it ain't that many hard income producing assets go ahead prophet jerry thank you susan because you you just enhanced the whole class good morning bishop how you doing morning. i'm well sir how about yourself i'm hanging in there um question okay we were talking last week about the 10 and 10 uh 10 and 70 something like that we we're talking about and with with that I'm trying to save for a house, put my queen in a house, right? <clears throat> but right now, finances is there but not there. You know the situation. I understood. <clears throat> is there not there? So right now I'm paying like 800 in rent. And I signed up for um what do you call it? Section eight or housing authority or whatever, whatever that is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, when let's say my rent is like four instead of eight. So what would you do with that four? You see what I'm saying? Because are you telling me you have 400 excess dollars remaining? Like, you know, say for instance, I don't know the the actual rent yet, but what I'm saying is, say the rent is just four hundred. Understood. So you want me to pretend that you're going to have four hundred disposable income dollars left? Yes. Outstanding. Is everybody okay with this? Because that's pretty reasonable. That is, you're either in three situations on this call because it's only three situations. You remember what it was like to have $400 disposable income. And now you can relate. You're like, oh my God, I remember those days. You're yeah. well off, congratulations. 
or you're saying, damn, 400 is a stretch. I'm trying to get there. That's, that's where you are. Or you got $400, literally. Because I, I've been in all three places. I know what it feels like to go, I ain't got a dime over. I, I, I just don't have it. I, and I can cut and still don't. Who's there right now? Let me, let me, let me, let me. is there anybody? Okay, okay, there you go. Here's the deal. If you're there, if you're in the place to where you say, it's not that I'm dumb. It's not. It's not that you mismanage your money. It's not. You got too many expenses and you haven't increased your ability to earn. Write both of those down. Mm-hmm. You have too many expenses and you haven't increased your ability to earn. That is what, there is no, pray, chant, do a rain dance, do whatever you need to do. This is not changing. You have too many expenses and you have not increased your ability to earn. You ain't getting no certifications. You're not, whatever, whatever it is. Let's break this down because I'm going to break. I'm going to break. I still got soon a question in my head and I got you and I'm about to get them all out the way. Still play the video. I'm about to do all of them. We're dealing with the 400, but I incorporated. I ain't got 400. It's a stretch for me to get to 400, but I could, if I move in with my mama, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what, God, thank you, Lord. I don't even, I ain't even there no more. Okay, we're talking to everybody. You know what I'm saying? We're talking to everybody. You have too many expenses. You have not increased your ability to earn. Write that down. Do not sleep on it because everything I'm about to say next is, it's not just based on that. It's, it is that. I'm just going to, I don't know, give it superpowers, but it is that. You need to cut your expenses immediately. Somebody is going to say, I can't cut them no more. I completely understand. Cut them anyway. Somebody going to say, but I can't. I can't. Unless you're telling the only reasonable way that I'm going to listen to you tell me you can't, if your daughter needs insulin and you're the only problem, if it ain't something like that, I'm not trying to hear it. If you, if you ain't saving your daughter life for insulin, I ain't trying to hear it. That's it. That's the only reasonable explanation that you could possibly give me that I have to, these medical bills or, or you know, like Susan, my mom is in the other room on hospice. But, okay, understood. If it ain't that, you be quiet and you go cut anyway. You understand what I'm saying? That, that's it. This is important. Because some of y'all need to move yourself back home. Mm-hmm. See, see? Hold, 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 hold on real quick. I got to, because everybody got a problem with this. But my black folk got a super problem with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you understand? We got a super problem with this because we're the only culture in the world that has a culture, but no community. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Every other culture has a community, but black people. So to tell black people, time for you to go back with your community and save you, you, I I, I just offended you. So let me tell you, some Mm -hmm. of y'all need to get rid of that car note. Some of you, you, your credit is already a 400. You need to go home. And if you can't go home, guess what? Got some roommates. Mm. All right. 
Let's see, this is always the hardest part right here, Phil. It's always the hardest part. When you tell people to give up some of that privacy, you understand? Mm-hmm. It's do you want to win or act like you winning? If you give up your, I gave up my 20s and my 30s to be where I am today. Period, point blank. I am living my best life after 40 because I gave up my 20s and my 30s and I gave them up and it wasn't fair. And I didn't get to do what my friends did. And I didn't even get to use my passport in my 20s and I had it, Archie. I didn't. I still ain't had a vacation. But I've showed planning a whole bunch of them not, Jerome. You understand what I'm well, saying? Well, <laughs> well, well. <laughs> That's it. So please kill your expenses because okay. some of y'all ain't never going to get to 200 or 400 if you don't move back in. And it's not your fault. It's the system has designed you. Remember, I did the money thing. I said you really got negative 1.8. So you're already in the hole. Your dollar is actually negative $1.80. So it's time for you to go back home and save that 80 cents. Now, if you, yes, sir. No, go ahead. Now, Bishop. Go ahead. Because um, like when I was in the, before I met um, Queen, I was in like a um, senior citizen building and it was like $120. So, but let's say with that 400, do I Hold on real stay- quick. Hold on. Let me just ask you one question. I'm so sorry. Can you have a wife in that senior living facility? I don't think you could have um up in uh, West Virginia, you couldn't um uh move in somebody and then plus it was too small for Okay. All right. No doubt. But I'd rather you have too small. Now, I can't get past the first part. If it's, Ill- if it's illegal or against rule, I can't even know about that. But man, remember when we was younger? Too small was real big, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm going to need yeah. y'all to go back to that. I'm going to need you to go back to this room is mine and I love it. <laughs> I'm in college and this is my roommate. This is my half of the room and it's big. Uh-huh. This bunk bag is is a fortress. Mm-hmm. I need you to go back to though that mindset. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, keep going for me. Keep going. I just I just wanted to see. Keep going. So for ministry reasons, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, the um, I I hear you. I'm about to cut it down, okay. but I hear you. For for ministry reasons, I had to move back to North Carolina, and so um. I moved into a two bedroom, which is like seven fifty, but we do eight to you know put a keep a keep cushion in there because you know not the type of work Renee does ain't really paying shit. I mean, excuse me, nothing. No, no, you you fine by me. Finances make you cuss. <laughs> let me tell you. Keep going. <laughs> and so I'm just I decided. Well, no, we decided as I talked to her. I said. I'm ready to move. This is luxury. Okay. It's nice and everything. I like this mindset. I like this mindset. It's nice and everything, but for us to save money, for us to get this out, for us to get this hotel, 
we need to start saving and we can't save. Right. It's no, you're mathematically. <laughs> no, it's you're, it, math is law. Y'all understand that? Mm-hmm. When we communicate with aliens, it's going to be through ones and zeros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, it would not, we're not going to be, you speak French? No, it's going to be through math when we, when we finally find aliens. Math is law. And right now you are against the law trying to use the law for your advantage. Mm-hmm. Let me propose something to you and then see if this pulls at your heartstrings. I'm going to use me. I was making $100,000 a year in 2008, right before the crash. So 2007. Mm-hmm. And, I, and Jerome, you know, I'm black. I had to look like it. You understand? Yeah. You know, let's not, I, don't, I hope you don't think that I can't, you know, nobody can separate themselves from their culture. Even Jesus talked about fish and farming. You understand what I'm saying? No matter who you are, you can't separate yourself from your culture. I had to look like a kill. My car note was $570. No, 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 no. I'm getting my stick out right now. You know you in my, I, I'm about to whip some ass now. You should, oh, no, no, you no, should, no, no, no. You should have came got me. You I should have came got, got you. You should have <laughs> had on a pair of khakis and some doggone work boots. Yeah, I so should have. <laughs> he ain't lying. He's not lying for sure. $576 a month for the year before the recession. I struggled to pay it during 2008. When Obama sent me my stimulus, that whole stimulus went to keep my car. Come on, help me. What car was that? A Nissan 350Z. UT Orange. It was oh, beautiful. no, you was one of them? Oh, yeah. yeah. Two-seater. Susan, I didn't even talk. I pulled up, opened my door. If you ain't hop in, you wouldn't for me. You understand? It was a, you know, yeah, you know, it somebody even smacking. Somebody, somebody smacking right now. It wouldn't done talking. But think about my dad this. wouldn't have let me in your car. <laughs> he, he said they have to come into the house and sit down and meet him. Oh, yeah. you, you never just go outside if they toot the horn. Go yeah, that's right. Never. That's right. Never. You ain't no animal. <laughs> Don't blow at me. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Ugh. Absolutely. Look, I'm telling you, I, 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 uh, Kim, you see the car. You coming to what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Why'd yeah. I didn't know you then? <laughs> I know. I know. I was too much. I was too much. Grace, show your calculator. 576 times 36 months. 12 times, yeah, 12 times 3 is 36. $20,000, huh? Yeah. We're just going to round up to $21,000. To be honest with you, Jerome, if you count the gas and me driving through Houston, Texas, oh my God. and the easy tag debiting me $40 every three to four days. What about the insurance? Oh, my expensive? God. Oh, my God. The insurance was three something. So you show. All right, we got the multiplication wrong, man. Yeah, we got the multiplication. That's 800 and some dollars times. Yeah, Yeah, get the math right. (laughs) You show right. 876 times 36. $31,536. Now let everybody just, you stop it. You stop it. Look at that. Put it back up, Greg. Everybody look at that and weep for me. Depreciate daily. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna I'm whoop you and put some stripes on you. You so should. 
$31,536. I want everybody, just watch this here. Do me a favor. Grace, multiply that by four real quick. This is the loan I could have got from the bank. Mm. What's that? What's that number, Grace? $126,144. Do me a favor, Grace. With $126,000 by your, like, down, you understand what I'm saying? Do you think I can get an apartment complex? Thank you so much. You, you can stop your screen, Grace. Those three years cost me generational wealth. Mm. Kim, one apartment. With, and I, I had no kids. Jerome. Not a net. You could have said, hey, man, let's go to Australia right now. All right, let's go. Shoot. You ain't bother me. No kids, no girlfriend. You know how the rest of the story go. I could do what I want to do. Do you understand? I could do what I want to do and do what I want to do. Could have took off. I Three years of monkey shining is what old folk in Texas call it. Costed me generational wealth. Prophet Jerry, unmute your mic and come back to you now. Do you have something, not your apartment, or maybe your apartment, knocking $576 of monkey shining off of you right now? You could have a generator. Like, think about all y'all think about this. I talked about myself. If mm -hmm. y'all could save $576 a month and and just deny yourself for three years. You can have an apartment complex and have generational wealth and have 30 to 75 people working Ooh. hard for you every month while you sit there on your butt. Wow. That's the yes. Jerome, if I ain't said nothing else in 2022, that was it. Yeah. Renee said, repeat that again. $576 over three years leveraging that 25% down on a loan costed me an apartment complex. Just the cash itself costed me a fourplex. Mm. $31,000 in Texas is, is, is a six or a seven. Six or a seven or an eightplex. $31,000 sure. is an eightplex? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Money cometh enterprises is going this <laughs> all the way, way. all the way, all the way. I'm just trying to get you to see something, man. I'm trying to get you to see. I want you to find it. This is everybody who says I can't save. That's the zero. It's really hard to, or thank God I ain't doing that no more. Five hundred and seventy-six dollars on a car. I ain't got. Ask me what happened to it, Jerome. What happened to it? I turned it back in with a full tank, cleaned and shined, voluntary repossession. <laughs> voluntary. No, you, no, you, <laughs> no, you pissing me off. You know <laughs> like, three years. I delayed the inevitable for three years. I got smart enough and said, you know what? Where y'all want me to meet y'all? Where you want me to meet you? Because I'm not doing this no more. So when I tell you, hey, you just need to go home with mama again. I ain't lying to you. I've done it before. You understand what I'm saying? I've done okay. it before. I turned that car in. I went moved in with my brother. 
Sure did. It took okay. me it took me nine months to get from out his roof. But that nine months, I ain't had no bills. All I did was stack paper. Mm. I ain't got no mama to move in, no daddy to move in. I had to move with my brother. Wow. That's exactly wow. That is, that is so. Come on, no, no. I, I, I want to hear that. Who, who said that that is so? Who's that? Renee? Renee? Come on, That's no. Man. Come on, let I, me hear. Uh, I was saying, uh, no, that's so why. Um, <laughs> oh, <Ooh, Debbie. laughs> I'm sorry, here. Yeah. Oh, That's all right. We can still hear you. <laughs> That's common sense. Oh, my bad. It really um, is. It's common sense. But I was like, I'm like, that's so why um, I was like, we got to, you know, I've been, we've been trying to pare down a whole lot because I remember you had said a year ago, like, you need downsize, you need downsize. And God blessed us with our, our van. And I said, you know, Jay was like, well, Renee, do you still need your car? You know what I'm saying? I call I used to call it Big Blue. So I said, you know what? This car is paid for. I really don't need this. So I gave it back. I gave it back to him. And I said, okay. I was like, I was like trying to pare down, but then you know, looking at where we live, and I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, sometimes it's a struggle. So I was like, we need to get out of here. And I was just, you know, but we had we had to talk about it and really be like, okay, well, we got stuff coming up and I know towards the end of last year we was like um our lease is going to be up in the summer so we need to start looking now so we can be ready for mm-hmm. you know you know wow. we can put an application and do it beforehand so we can get on the waiting That's right. list we did That's right. we did at the end of last year and we already got called about you know putting an application and and you know what I'm saying, the next steps, and I was like, cool, but it's, I was like, that's kind of a little bit of a noose, a little bit, so I was like, I'm like, man, I was like, we get that, and they're able to save up some more, I was like, Two, I was okay. like, I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you three things real quick, I should hit me up last month, say, my lease is up in three months, where, where should I go? Mm. I said, we'll figure it out, because where she at is kind of uppity. You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's uppity. It's number one. Number Antonio, two. Yes, sir. I like to ask the question. Yeah. Couldn't you take like the $400 research and find a place that's on a finite time of timeline for a rent to own and like get the money, take that there. And at that finite time, they have to sell you the property. Now you own the house and you and you done saved your money and you're building into it. Then after you start that getting going good, you can take some of the money equity out of that and buy you a fourplex. I mean, that's just the way that's my brain not, So now it's 100% correct. And it's easier to do it now than it was for me in 2008. Because right now, all y'all can do is go Google for sale by owner and your zip code right now. You couldn't do that in 2008. Well, I, I, if I could, my phone wouldn't do it because I ain't had no laptop. I had a cricket, <laughs> I had a cricket phone. Yeah. You know, Kim tried to holler at me. She looked at my phone. She said, "Oh no, baby. Oh no. Oh no, baby. You doing you 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 you, you need prayer." <laughs> you know, I had one of them phones that looked like, "Ooh, you got one of them." You know, yeah, yeah. Your bill twenty five dollars a month. You can't, you know, exactly. Yes. So I want to tell you, for sale by owner, put on your zip code. Right now, I've been on. I've been paying more for my light bill. My light bill was up in December. 
I've paid more for my light bill in the last four months because I got me on month to month. Well, not month to month, whatever it's called, whatever they call it, you know, it's no contract. Mm -hmm. And I'm being irresponsible, but I refuse to get back into another three year, uh, uh, somebody in deregulated areas, but I refuse to have my light bill be a bill again. Mm-hmm. And I've just been researching. You understand? And I'd rather pay an extra $200 over this four, six month period than $200 over every three months mm-hmm. for three years. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it anymore. No you know what I'm saying? I, that's the second thing I want to tell you. The third thing I want to tell you is if you got $400 a month, I need you to just go straight three years of eating crow. You hear me? That you just, your life is going to suck. And that is just yeah. fine. Let it be spiritually blessed. But as far as you being financially blessed and people can see it, nope. Nope. You better not. Worst thing you can ever do is when you get to a million dollars is look like you got a million dollars. You better be in a hundred khakis on, work boots, and a paid off 87 Honda Civic. And let me tell you something. Honda Civics pass up new cars on the highway every day. They do. Them Hondas last forever. (laughs) Hondas and Nissan Maximus. (laughs) (laughs) Them two cars with Hondas and Nissan Maximus. Nissan Maximus last forever. Forever. I still got mine. Forever. So let me let me let, let me let me bless y'all. Five hundred and seventy-six dollars over three years cost me my thirties. What I did at twenty-seven, I had to give up a whole decade to recover from looking good in a car I never should have had, and you know. If it's five, now, now the Nissan 350Z, y- y- y'all probably know it. Pull it up, Grace. Nissan, Nissan 350Z. UT Orange. Two-seater. Wouldn't even know trunk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, two-seater. You know, yeah. I know the car. My friend at work had one. My tires was $475 a tire. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not lying. Yeah. Yeah. $475 a tire. Grace gonna put it up. You're gonna see it. You know the issue. As soon as you see the car, car uh Susie, you're gonna say, Oh, that insurance. I'm, I'm 27 driving this car. Insurance is ridiculous. You mm-hmm. know I got bad credit because it cost me $576 a month. Clearly, it ain't, you know what I'm saying. You know I got bad credit, but I gotta look good. That 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 one decision over three years cost me an extra 10 years. If that ain't, if, if you, however old you are now, I want you to go to the next decade. You're going <laughs> to listen to me now or you're going to give up your 70s just to enjoy your money in your 80s. And that's disrespectful. I'm getting off this call right now. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I can understand. Share the screen. That's it. That's it. that's the one, Grace. That's the one. Ooh. Same car. Oh. Yeah. Pull it up. Oh, your girl get in. 
You go get in. You, you know <laughs> what it is. Get in. We going somewhere. Yeah, that's it. That was my car. <laughs> that was my car. That was my car right there. It was oh. my car. I was, I was, I was, I was, I had a six pack. Tatted up. T- up with a six pack and, <laughs> and, and my head on straight, Jerome. I was <laughs> trouble. You hear me? <laughs> I was trouble. Trouble pulling up. Come here. Come on, get inside. We going somewhere. Lost my whole 30s for it. Mm. Oh, if you would like Prophet, uh-huh. Jer- yeah. If you uh-huh. like Prophet Jerry, Jerome, all of y'all, you can squeeze out 400. You can. And if you don't, whatever age you are, if you say I'm 56, all right, you can give up your 60s. You'll get it. it we just, and we're not talking about law of attraction we're talking about math Mm. math i I joke with grace all the time grace what i say about math math don't lie no that math is math is god tell all the time i I joke all the time i say math is god you hear me i tell all the time and i and i I don't mean no offense by that when i say that i'm just what what is god Uh, same today yesterday today and forever so is math. <laughs> Can God lie? No, neither does math. I joke with all the time about that. that. That's the link right there. That's the link right there, Sandy, for that, that one video. You know, like it, math is so consistent that when the universe was created, there was math. And sometimes it's so consistent, it's hard to see which one came first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this is me joking, but. It's, it's, it's a lot of truth in that joke, though. So I'm just telling you mathematically, right now, you're costing yourself a decade every time you pay something you shouldn't pay. And if it's over 200, that's a decade. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. And this is what, this. let me tell you what made me voluntarily repossess that car. It made me, I had three repossessions on my way to wealth. I said to myself, what if I had the discipline to put this money in my own account mm-hmm. every month? Because I pay it every month. Because you show the car again, Grace. <laughs> show the car again. I couldn't get that thing up. Look at that. I pay that thing every month. Come on, man. I couldn't. Here I you couldn't, go. Look at that. You I couldn't get that around <laughs> in this car. And at that time, I was probably trying to figure out how I can keep my social security in my check so I can save for <laughs> myself so I can have all my money. And here I am wasting your social security on the car though there. <laughs> you, know, you was wasting my social security. Just, I'm gonna just, beat you up. <laughs> I just thought it, just thought it everywhere. Genuinely, do not mistake me. This is vitally important. I gave up my 20s and my 30s to get where I'm at. I gave up my 30s because I was ignorant. I gave up my 20s because I had discipline. Mm. Somebody need to hear that. But if you 60, that shouldn't be your plan. To give up your 70s and your 80s? To finally travel in your 90s? That ain't of God. (laughs) That is not why God put you here to do stuff like that. Mm. Somebody Try asked me, a stretcher. yeah, Susan asked me, and that's Susan, Sugar asked me in, in private chat, where should I put, where should I save my money for right now? For right now, you don't know what to do with it. Your savings account, 
your traditional savings account is just fine. You ain't gonna make no money. But what you're doing is you ain't losing no money. Mm. You know, barring the invisible inflation stuff. You know what I'm saying? It'll be there when you get ready to strike, bro. It'll there you go. It'll it'll that's perfectly said. It'll be there when you're ready to strike. Yes, ma'am. But that that online banking with that transfer from checking to savings is so quick. Yeah. (laughs) It's so so easy. It's so easy. See, it's there. But you can, you know, you, you manipulate know it. You know what, Susan, yeah. you so right. So let me, yeah. re- let me, let me, yeah. I want you to go to another bank that you don't get a card to. Because <laughs> she's right. She is so right. I had to, <laughs> Susan, you so right. Uh, let I me... can do it right I now on my phone. Split second. Split second. And then Susan so strategic, she strategically convinced herself why she should be doing it. But it's just transfer to bit. the kids <laughs> too quick. She right. She right. Y'all go put that somewhere else. And every time they ask, when I when I say mine, I do this every time, Kim. I promise you. So would you like a debit card? Nope. 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 No. Well, here's your own. Don't even want online banking. No. I don't need to check it unless y'all going out of business. I'm good. If you ain't closing down, I'm good. I ain't worried about you getting robbed. This FDIC insured up to 100000 Mine going to be there. You understand? Because I ain't got no 100000 up in here. So I'm good. I don't know about Phil. Phil got millions. I got a, I got a less than $100,000 up in here. I'm good. The rest of y'all can lose. You can money. have more than $100,000. You just put them in different banks. Different That's banks. all. You're right. You're right. You just have more than one bank. Yep. I have a, in Lamarck, I have a credit union that I got money in. It's been there since, I don't know. Before I graduated with my bachelor's, I can't access it. I gotta go to the bank. I got the account number. If I lose my wallet, what I just gotta go. I gotta go there and tell, hey, here's who I am. Here's my ID. You know? <laughs> Good, because no telling what kind of car you might come out of. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's actually where I bought my last car from the credit union, right? Oh, from the credit union, I bought a bought a nice little white car. Let me let me. Sh- I'm gonna I want to answer a few things. I want to show you this video real quick. The idea here is saving makes you a loser. No disrespect. There's only one acceptable reason to save. And Anthony said it best. You just, when you're ready to, if you don't know what to do with it, save it until you're ready to know what to do with it so you can strike. Other than that, you should never be saving because here's the deal. Money, and this is the truth, and I'm going to show you two videos. Money has no value if it's not moving. The moment we, this is not some catchy phrase, Frida. The moment they scared the hell out of y'all and took all y'all gold, y'all remember that? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? You gotta, you gotta be old enough to remember this. Yeah. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. suit's turning that gold. You yeah. turn it in. The moment we got off the gold system and they did all that propaganda and made y'all turn in all y'all gold. That's what they did. That's the truth. Y'all old enough to remember. It's the moment money became of no value. And as soon as it came of no value, unless it's moving, it has no value. Moving is the new gold back standard. I'm trying to make it make sense to you. If, if you want your money back by gold, it needs to be moving in specifically a hard income producing asset, preferably one that's insurable. That's how you back your money up by gold. It's called 222 Blackberry Drive. 
I just made a bad dress, but you get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what's the difference? And it has 356 doors. Hey, Secret to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. 356 doors. That's 356 bars of gold. You hear me? It's the only way to do it now. No, this is so practical and reasonable. When the last time y'all seen a movie about robbing Fort Knox? I mean, Fort Knox. Last one I saw was Die Hard with Bruce Willis. I ain't seen another one since. The movie's irrelevant now. There's no reason to go rob Fort Knox. Come on, Jerome, tell the truth. <laughs> right? Just, you, back in the 80s, every movie was about Russians and, and, and robbing gold. Yeah. <laughs> 70 was boxing against the Russians. Yeah. 80s was <laughs> <laughs> don't get the Russians to rob us. And no more, no more movies backed by Fort Knox. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Bitcoin is the new gold. No, loosely metaphoricalized right there. But genuinely, if you are a regular person, and I don't mean that spiritually, I'm just saying if you're just if you're not Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Whoever's been president, all right? If you ain't part of the boys' club, we need we need to we need to elect forty women back to back. But don't bother me right now, okay? Don't, don't let me bother you. If you, if you're not part of the boys' club that has been in there, hard income producing assets is the new gold for you. Now you just gotta identify what these things are. A mutual fund is a hard producing income, a hard income producing asset. There's no doubt about it. Government bonds utilities now is all stocks good no and we're going to talk about it right now but don't get too mad about what he's about to say about stocks but i do need you to get the stock it's it, when it comes to stock market if it's moving congratulations However, that movement, no different than crypto, can be volatile. If, you, if any of you are asking me, where should I put my money? I only got one answer. You put it wherever you need to put it into until you get enough to put it into real estate. Until then, don't lose it. I don't have another answer for you. I'm not right. I'm just, but you're making a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just going after a hundred billion dollars. 
You got to know what you're doing when you're playing the stock market or you lose your shirt. And your chest. No no chest to put it on. Let's listen to this this keynote he's doing. Fantastic. Savers are the biggest losers today. Okay. And you're taught to save money and invest in the stock market for the long term. That's crazy. It's nuts. So with that, I'm going to bring out, this is my book, latest book here. It's called Why the Rich Are Getting Richer, What Financial Education Is Really. And uh, the chapter here says, uh, oh, one chapter six is, uh, why your banker does not ask you for your report card. Okay. Banker doesn't care if you're smart. Banker wants to know you got money. That's all they care about. But what the banker wants to know more than anything else is not how much you have in savings. What does a banker really want to know? How much can you borrow? You can borrow a lot of money, they love you. You can't borrow any money, they give you a credit card. So, that's true. So chapter seven is why getting rich is a team sport. Like I said, my favorite sport in the whole world is rugby union greatest sport, in my opinion, greatest sport on earth. Fat, tall, short, just show up and want to play. I love the game. So with that, I'm going to bring up one of the members of my team. I have a Rich Dad advisor group. These guys are my real life advisors because like most, I did horribly. I was a C student in school. You know, as much as I cheated, I was only got C's. I couldn't get any higher than that. (laughs) C stands for cheat. (laughs) <laughs> so the way I got through school was always sitting next to the A students. And I still do that in real life. So with that, I'm going to bring up probably the most important person on my team, but it should also be on your team. He's my advisor. I make millions of dollars and pay zero taxes legally. Okay. I know most people pay no taxes illegally. <laughs> or you can become a politician and steal it legally. <laughs> but the reason I wanted to do it legally is I didn't want to go to jail. All right, I'm gonna stop it right there. As soon as link to the video, this he when he said, I make millions and millions of dollars and don't pay taxes legally is what I really wanted y'all to hear for this case. The second thing I want you to hear, the first thing I want you to hear was him at the beginning. Um, that's, that's the link right there in, in, in the thing. The second thing I want, first thing I want you to hear was in the beginning when he was talking about they teach you to go save money into the stock market. If there has never been a truer statement that is it. Let me allow me to explain, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna do another video, and then we're done. Allow me to explain just just briefly. Does anybody here believe? And I know I am. When it comes to being a government, I'm a contrarianist. It's the it's the only time we are one doesn't show up in my DNA. You know, all of us are one, except for the government. Yeah. Not the people, but the government itself. You know, that, that's not, that's something. Don't take my influence. 
But is there anybody who, in your experience, the government has told you to do this always, and it worked out? And, and come on, to the masses, to the masses. No, 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 no. So it's fair to say that when the government tells everybody to do something, you've never seen it work, Jerome. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. This is why I know free healthcare works because the government keeps saying no. <laughs> it's the truth. The government keeps saying no. And I keep saying, oh, so y'all agree. Y'all agree on that. But anyway, that's not what this is about. So why does the government tell all oh, y'all get a 401k? Yeah. That is what I came here for today. Ooh, we Grace. Ooh, we. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Is anybody? May I? Outstanding. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate you. How do I want? Do I want to do this funny? Do I want to do it quickly? Let's do it funny and quickly. Here's my thesis I just explicitly, outwardly, openly presented for us. The government, 100% of the time, when it tells the masses to do something, it never works. If I was writing a paper, I would say free them to whether or what extent does the government have an agenda concerning 401ks and their likenesses? See, I can use my degrees when I want to. You understand what I'm saying? I, I, I can use them when I want to. That's what I would say. That would be my, oh, Talisha asked a question on YouTube. Thank you. That would be my thesis statement. Let me get this question. If you are with the company that is promising you three times or four times back, I don't got to read the rest of the question. Take it. <laughs> take it <laughs> back on your money is it a scam crypto that is no it is not a scam let me let me let me pause right here if someone is offering you unearned income uh, take it please. thank you <laughs> <laughs> and while i'm in there i need some stock options at the low price so i can sell them <laughs> there, you go. there you go. No, you're right. Listen, listen. You say, oh, but I, but I don't know. Should I, should I leave my job? I'm almost fully vested. Okay. After you're fully vested, let's have this conversation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fully vested means when you, your company agrees maybe at 100%, and they're saying that will match your savings dollar for dollar. You understand what I'm saying? They're saying you put a dollar, we put a dollar. You put in 17, 1,750, we put in 1,750. Typically, that's after seven years that do something like that because they don't do that with regular employees. You know, you got to be a loyal employee, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Whenever somebody offers you unearned income, Jerome, take it. Whenever your bank says, oh, Jerome, we have a deal for you. We want to, we want to, we want to extend your credit limit. <laughs> sure, sure can. Thank you so much. Because it's, and let me tell you something when it comes to credit. It is Whenever they offer you to get more credit, 
Take it. See, that's see, see, that's that's against your teachings. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Let me I'm gonna tell you why. Remember, credit is a scientific and numerical and mathematical equation of your character. And whenever you need money, your credit is telling on you because you have six inquiries in 30 days. Somebody need to hit me on this. There's a reason why they track this stuff. It is always better to borrow money when you don't need it because they'll never give it to you when you need it. Sure. Exactly. That was for somebody over 60. <laughs> they never gonna say give that that one more time. That is very true. That is very true. It's better to borrow money when you do not need it. Because when you do need it, they never gonna give it to you. When your credit profile say, ooh, Anthony doing good. He could borrow some more. Let's give him some more. Here they come hey. flooding your mailbox. <laughs> Here, take this. Here take go another it. card. Here, take this take money. It. Get this money. Do this. Do that. Here, you need 40000 You take can it. have 100 if you want it. Take it. That don't mean you need to spend it. It just means take it. You understand what I'm saying? It just means take it. I didn't say take it and spend it. That's, <laughs> that's what you heard. I said, no, take it. Take it and manipulate it into <laughs> yes. another, to a yes. hard asset, money-making asset. That's what absolutely, you Absolutely, absolutely. Reason being is because your credit profile will tell on you every time. Here's when here's what you know when you need money. Your credit cards are maxed out. You're missing payments. And you got inquiries. And they're going to look at that and say, well, we've seen this a billion times before. Sorry, Susan. Sorry, Antonio. You're denied. We, we're so, we apologize so much. We're not denying you. Just due to your recent activity, you have too many inquiries at this time. Yeah. You've all seen it. Yeah. You've all seen it. You know what I'm saying? They real slick with it. They real, real slick with it. What they're really saying is, oh no, oh, we don't give to people under stressful situations. And they do not take children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren anymore. And well, see, I ain't, I ain't know about that, but there you go. So don't do that either, okay? Come on, Prophet Jay, now play this video. I right, one quick question, Bishop. Mm -hmm. When we start the ATS, um, the coin thing, mm -hmm. um, I can't do like maybe 5,000 and 2,000 stuff right now because of my situation, you know what I'm talking about. Understood. So could I at least do a hundred of that or at least 500? What, what, what will ATS <laughs> accept? Because I know I'll be putting my money in a good place. A dollar? <laughs> a dollar? <laughs> You'll be fine. Accept a dollar. I'm even just make sure you keep listening to me. So you can give the 25,000, 60,000, because it's not your money. Mm. Does something cost too much when you didn't pay for it, Jerome? Sure. If your customers bought it, it was quite affordable. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, Bishop. Uh -huh. If I wanted to do 10 or at least 25,000, they're going to fight me and say, well, that's not 
for vacation. That's not for renting. That's not for, it's for education. You know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. education. It's for education. It's for da 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 da. It's got certain stimulations that he he's real tight. He's real tight on it. But I think without, I think he gets paid a commission off your money. Yeah, they do get they do get paid, but because I can't, like, let's say, because. Lord told me not to tell, but let's say it's $150,000 I got from the accident. And so they put it in the stock and they put not in the stock. They put it in a uh, stimulation that I couldn't get no money, really no big money off of it because Social Security probably would have took it off. Okay, so you got, okay, I I got you. So Talisha just asked a question online. And you both of y'all just came up with big deals. So I was going to show y'all the economy video. I'm throwing it out the window. I will show you this one video, but I'm going to deal with this hyper fund because she changed what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to deal with your situation right now because these are emergencies. But what you got in this emergency and what Talisha has in an emergency, these are emergencies. You hear me? The, the immediate emergencies. Let's deal with the, let's deal with yours first because it's faster and easier. They're using your money to get unearned income and getting a commission off of it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Obviously, you signed a paper to say they can do it. It's, it is what it is. Ain't no sense. And crying over spilt milk. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. But as a, as you being the the owner of the money you've signed over control and i keep telling y'all control is far better than ownership mm. you are living proof of that sir wow. do you understand what i'm saying you're living wow. proof of that control is far better than ownership you pay taxes on it they don't they control it though mm. don't need somebody wow. you understand you piss them up like you like. <laughs> well, <laughs> i said emergencies i said emergencies in addition to that though since you are the owner you have the right to ask for 100% disclosure. What's going on? Where has my money gone? Where has it been placed? Where has it been allocated, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then therefore you also get to choose where you want this to go as well. But you're gonna have to look into or inquire and then look into the language of whatever you sign and go in the flow of that language and then get that information. I just said a whole lot. Antonio. Yes, sir. Can he make them establish him a Roth IRA or something he and should. have him directly channel that money in the air and, it, and then it'd be under that money would be under his control establishing for him under his control then he can use that money to ve- as a vehicle to do the things that he wants and have the Roth IRA be responsible for it tax wise and everything like that but he in control of it. That's right and he can say I want 100% of all profits now, from now on, to go into the the Roth RA because you're not touching the principal, mm-hmm. and they can continue to use the principal to make more profit till they get a commission, and commission ain't got nothing to do with profit. You understand know what I'm saying? And you can have that, and then you put it into something you control. Easy, but you need to go look at what you sign and ask. You don't need a well. You can get a lawyer; that works too. But you just you can ask, get the information, 
and then mm-hmm. move in the flow of that information mm-hmm. and then make it work, you know, make a request and that information. That's you. Easy, though. Real easy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't go after the principal. Go after the profits. Uh-huh. Because it's like, you know, um, it is good because if I need to go on vacation, they pay for it and all that stuff. And um, I, I can assure you they're paying for it off of profits. You know oh, what wow. I'm saying? There ain't no way in the world a vacation is a necessity. Okay. Why would I let you kill if I won't let you invest right. exactly. in a stock? I'm not going to let you invest in Four Seasons Hotel mm-hmm. in a room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that's coming off profits. And you can just allocate those profits to your Roth IRA. You know what I'm saying? I will tell you this, though. It's time for you to take your beneficiaries extremely serious. Mm. Okay. If, if you ain't, if you extremely serious, you, two things you need, beneficiary and power attorney and decision makers, yeah. these three things is your particular situation. Okay. He signed power attorney over to these people running the stuff. But Say it on the mic. Is power of attorney and decision maker, they're not, that's not one of the same? Yes and no. Power of attorney is exactly what you think it is, legally. Yeah. So decision maker could be his wife without being a power attorney. There's just a bunch of scenarios that we don't have time to cover. But if he did or dying, mm-hmm. she ain't mm-hmm. the power attorney, but guess who gets to decide if he lives? Uh, you know, decision maker you understand what I'm saying or he could which is why beneficiary comes in because what you need to happen because the last thing you want to do is finally get your power of your money only for something to happen to you and it go back to those people who are holding it from you right but see this is what I don't understand I had a lawyer and then they gave me a, a bank person that is over it and so um they gave you a bunch Ralph of Ralph and Jerry, they all hooked up there together. I yeah, hate to tell yeah, you. Yeah, I was just going to tell you the same thing. You didn't have a fiduciary. Grace, do me a favor. <clears throat> Pull up John Oliver fiduciary. John, what I want you to do is I want you to watch this video. Maybe I'll talk about it here. John Oliver did. He's a hell of a journalist. He did mm-hmm. a great 25-minute take over insurance and fiduciaries. A fiduciary is someone working for the government, nonprofit to do what's best, a nonprofit, non-commission, <clears throat> I mean, excuse me, non-commission to do what is best for you. A financial advisor or anything like that is all trash. It don't mean anything. You know, and I think the thing was, I was because of, wasn't smart, first of all. Of course, of course they was counting on that. Second thing, I was just ready to settle of course, they was counting on that too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me help y'all out. Whenever you sign up to a new application, a new thing, a new whatever, them long, accept our terms and conditions. You think they make them long because you're gonna read them? They're not even using regular language because you ain't smart. It's first, thing. you know, and they counting I, on you to accept them being out of liability because you don't know legal jargon. Number two, the second thing you said is I was ready to settle. This is why when this is why most cases, most criminal cases are solved without going to court. Because mm-hmm. the people are ready to settle. They cop, they do a plea, and the lawyer 
trying to run for district attorney, eventually governor, has a 98% not closing rate, what you call it, a conviction rate mm-hmm. because you settle. Once again, the system, that system is the, predicated on you being ready to go back to work and not lose money. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So the two things you just said, it's all around you, brother. Yeah, I need it's to get with you personally and we need to talk because I, got I did things and I didn't know how to all I saw, and to be honest, all I saw was money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Understandable. Understandable. That's what I saw was money. So and they depended I, on that. They depended you know? on that for sure. For sure. They and on that. you know, it's to the point that they said, well, this type of money. Now I've been in other accidents and it was like twenty some thousand dollars, twenty-five thousand dollars. So they said it's yours. Because I think it was like 170 some, I think it was like maybe like 150 to 160,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel from the info, I have no evidence here, but it really seems like the people representing you were the insurance companies that didn't want to pay you in the first place. You know, like it just just piecing together information. It seems like you were represented by the very people who didn't want you to get such and such. And I really, really want you to go check who's the beneficiary of your current situation. Because I don't think it's anybody that will bless your line. I think it goes back to whoever you got this <laughs> manipulated well, they said this they said that if um anything happened to me they're trying to get me to have a lawyer so um if anything happened to me social security would pay social security would pay their part you know what i owe social security over the years right. and then and then after Social Security pay there, they get their part. The rest of it goes to whatever, my funeral. Yeah, whoever you, what, see, see, see. My, he, Antonio, yeah. they got him fucked up. You, yeah, they do, no, they do. Right, that, right no, that, no, that is, that is, that is. That is <laughs> I can just is. listen to the way I'm listening to it. My brain, my brain yeah. run on money. You, you, yeah. he, they got him fucked up. No, no, for real. He, no, he, that, you know, that shit right pronto. Right pronto, now he's right. No, he's right. And he said it the right way. That's why I said, wait a minute, we got two emergencies, is what I said. Because Talisha's yeah. an emergency herself. You understand what I'm saying? So we, we got two emergencies. It's why I So stopped. just call me when you get a chance. Okay, got you. Got you. Well, I mean, we'll do it today because you ain't got no okay. choice. I mean, you, 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 you ain't got no choice. But however, no matter how much we talk, it's going to come back to this one thing. You need to look at the legality of what you sign. Everybody listen to me. Don't matter what he say or what I'm going to say, Jerome. He can only move in what he signed. Do you understand? Yeah. What's the end of the story? Whatever you sign, there's language in there, and we got to move and request according to that language. And I do want to say one more thing that you keep doing. I mean, you mentioned it three times, and I want to tell you, I, I, I want to tell all of you this here. This is no longer finances. I'm going I'm to jump into this is why y'all need business mentors. Never, ever, ever, ever.
take a contract from somebody you in business with. Let me help y'all. Contracts are always better when they come from your home court. Do, do, do you hear what I'm saying? This is yes. <laughs> Contracts are always better when they come from your home court. I'm not telling you that you can't find a Phil Sorrentino, a Susan Sorrentino, a Brad Blazer, that these kind con- oh, a Ken Johnson. I've done these contracts are fantastic, no matter which side they come from. But that was only four people I named. I didn't know this. this unfortunately, <laughs> these four people can't do business everywhere. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the problem. Contracts. This is why you when you get with somebody like me, somebody like me and say, we'll draft up the contract and let your people look it over. I always want the contracts to come from my side because I know I'm going to deal fairly. You understand what I'm saying? And I know everything I said going to be written down. I also know there's an exit strategy for both parties. Mm. You, you get what I'm saying? I know, I know it because I wouldn't do it any other way. I wouldn't do it anyway, and I know, and certainly on my contracts, is going to have taxes in mind. Let me tell you, no doubt about it. I just, I just, I was a patriot. I fought for my army. I mean, my government multiple times. I'm not paying taxes, my unfair share of taxes for it. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not doing that. Watch this. In fact, before we talk, I need you to watch this YouTube video. It's just 25 minutes. Before we talk, I need you to watch this YouTube video. And then we can talk because there's a certain level of education that I want you to have before you watch it. Retirement plans is what it is. And he talks about fiduciary agent greatly. Good. Let me, so got you, brother. Got you. Talisha, I hope she's still on. When Talisha said, the first thing she said, I thought she was talking about 401k, because that's why I was bringing up. It was in that context. She's talking about a hyper fund. My friends, run. The, no, no hyper funds, no none of that stuff. No, not, no none of that. No, let me explain what a hyper, let me, Grace, Google, do me a favor, Google what's a hyper fund. Just Google what is a hyper fund real quick. While she's doing that, I'm going to explain to you that a hyper fund is a clever way to do an MLM, a Ponzi scheme, or a pyramid. Let me help y'all, okay? This is, this is, this, this, I don't know what to take. I want to show you a video, but it's going to have an, um, copyright infringement on it. I don't feel like getting hit. Hyperfunds are bad. And the reason why they sound so good is because there are lawyers like Prophet Jerry that I had to deal with that make them sound really good to the organization. Hyperfund provides seed funding for startups, seed funding in earlier stage of ventures, blah, 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 blah. Now, is Hyperfund a cryptocurrency? Is Hyperfund real? There you go, Grace. Let's go down there. Classify. <laughs> See that? They took something good. I didn't even have to finish it. I see, I do this for a living. You, you get what I'm saying? I do this for a living. High fun would be classified as Ponzi or MLSK, otherwise, period. I almost said that word for word. 
I almost said that word for it. Let me, uh, you can stop it, Grace. Let, let, me, let, me, let me help you out. Let me help you. A company, let's take ATS. AT, let's take, you take ATS, all sorts of stuff, okay? Let's take ATS. The reason why ATS is a reputable company, Kim, in the eyes of the law, the Lord, and the land, is because most or all, in this case, 100% of our money comes from outside the company in. That's a reputable business. Is everybody understanding that? I What I would do for you is we're going to whiteboard. This class has become fan-freaking-tastic. <laughs> this is, well, my goal is to give y'all a, my goal is to give you a class, a financial series for the rest of the year that should cost you $40,000 to even attend for free. Like, that's my goal. So I'm grateful that we can do this. Here is Jerome and son, okay, or Jerome and um, whatever, right? Whatever Jerome's <laughs> company is called. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is Jerome's blessing right here. Everybody see it? Mm -hmm. It's a big orange circle for those of you that will be listening to audio later. Yes, you, yes, you need to get your money out. <laughs> so she said, oh my God, you give me money out. Let me explain. Here is here is a line going this way mm -hmm. to the company. Mm -hmm. it's, it's outside the circle. So what I did for those of you that will be listening to audio later, on the left side of the whiteboard is a big circle. That's Jerome's company. On the right side of the whiteboard, on the left one third of the whiteboard is a big circle. On the right two thirds mm -hmm. of the whiteboard is an arrow going towards the circle. And I'm going to call this you know what we're gonna call it opm other people's money the good way all right that's what we're gonna call it so right now over this line i gotta call other people's money the good way so whenever antonio say jerome it don't cost too much because your customer's money i mean it the good way <laughs> there's another way to get money into a company and that money is different and we're gonna make this red now, not for bad, just for pay attention, is when this money comes from inside the company, this is other people's money, the bad way. So here we go, OPM, the bad way. For those of you that have listened to audio only, I have four things on the screen right now. Big circle, left one third, right circle, two one third, two thirds. And I mean, right line, two thirds. And it's good money. Money coming into the company, outside the company. Then there's a red line at the 100, and, no, 90. Yeah, 180 degree line going straight up. And this red, and this is money coming from inside the company. Let me tell you what this looks like. Membership fees. Auto shipping, what you call it, uh, membership signups. Mm -hmm. You know, um, all right, Jerome, we're gonna do this. It's gonna cost you one hundred ninety nine dollars to get, and we 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 we, we, we call it a welcome package. Yes, one hundred ninety nine dollars for your. Let me show y'all something. Let me, let me, let me uh, Okay, everybody pay attention. 
the we I have so Assembly of Wonders is up and running. Thank for all of you who who have been blessings to donate. We do appreciate you. No doubt about it. I want to show y'all something. Assembly of Wonders is up, and there's a lot of programs in it, and one of them most most perfectly is called Pathfinders. It's right here. It's right here, Kim. It looks fantastic. It's fantastic. It's right here. It's fantastic. All of you need to be in it, but I'm not accepting everybody. Here, I'm not. I literally, is, I say it on the, I say it on the thing, so don't worry about it. I say it on the thing. Right here, building a new generation of souls who believe and proclaim we are one and everything is perfect. And as you come down, Grace, uh, I, I'll give y'all the link so you can look at it. As you come down, you'll see all this stuff. And then this is the people I'm accepting. Hey, you know this is for you if you got all these things going on. Don't worry about it. You can go back and look at it later. It's straight up, 100% beautiful. It tells you what it is. Then when you want to come, when you become a pat bender, blah, blah, blah. And then here is a training. And then here it is again, a guided journey to earthly extension, destroy your comfort zones, move beyond your physical limits, blah, 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 blah. It costs $2,720, Kim. $2,720, Monica. Watch it. And I tell you, up front, I got to blow got to blow it up hold on well you can't see it but what i'll do is i'll copy and paste it for you i tell you straight up there's the link i break down the price for you Anthony. sure do two thousand seven hundred twenty dollars and i it's right here it says for full transparency here's the price breakdown grace please read that Price breakdown below for full transparency, $1,700 divided amongst teachers, products, equipment, and company, 30% commissions to customer representative, which equals $510 commission total, and $500 goes back to a customer immediately in classified gifts and other things. So immediately, now first off, only $1,700 is going to the company, but it's divided between equipment, you know, so, you know, maybe... I don't, ain't nobody getting rich off of $1,700, especially when you got to split it 16 ways. Let's just keep it real, okay? That's number one. But that ain't the point there. I want to show you every single place your money is going. I also want to show you up front, our shit, $500 is going back to you because in order to follow me on this journey, you need some stuff. Mm -hmm. And you ain't going to get it. So I got to get it for you. <laughs> and I don't want you to buy it. So it's put inside the price. You get it? And I didn't add it on top of the price. I took away from the profit. Let me see. I'm trying to, I'm showing you the, this is what I'm doing. Here we go. Whiteboard. I'm showing you the difference between this is, this is what I'm talking about versus this. I'm showing you the difference. I'm showing you the difference between other people in a good way and other people in a bad way. Instead of trying to profit, I say, well, we'll take from the profit, give $500 back. Go, go, go to my backpack. It's a, it's a binder in there. Grab it real quick. This is important. Here's one of the things y'all going to get and you don't even know it. Reason I'm saying that, Jerome, is because hyperfunds is all money from the inside of the company. All money from the inside of the cryptocurrency, inside of the organization, that's all it is. And they're using your money to, it's, it's, it's a profit share that's not a profit share. So, Y'all see this here? See this? When you join Pathbenders, you get one of these immediately. I'm not going to tell you why, because there's a lot of top secrets. I, I say it on there. 
You get one of these immediately. Very good, high quality. It's right. See it? Good, high quality. And then look at the paper, Susan. You love this stuff right there. That, that wonderful, <laughs> wonderful typer. And that looks like Yoda's book, man. That, you see what I'm saying? All right. This is one of the things. There's a reason why, but there's some things that are going on. I don't know. Maybe you're going to write spells in it. Or I don't know. I'm just joking. But you get the point. One of those things. That's money. All right, now. All right, now. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I just had to. I couldn't resist a joke. Money coming from outside properly. Hyperfuzz is money all going from the inside improperly. And here's the deal. When most of your company's profits come from inside the company, that's a pyramid. 100%. Now, whether the government is going to apply you as a pyramid, that depends on how well the MLM market lobbies at Congress. And they do a good job. They do a very good job. Do you understand? They do a very, 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 very good job. It's still a pyramid, but Herbalife is still in existence because Herbalife is one of the biggest lobbyers on the planet. Doesn't stop it from being a pyramid, but Bernie Madoff didn't lobby well. Do you understand? The only reason some of these people are still in existence because they lobby and they lobby well. And why is lobbying important? Because when you stop being a congressman or a congresswoman, 95% of them go to lobbying companies. You go to the people who've been feeding you. This is how the system works. Ain't no sense of getting mad at Jerome. It just is what it is. Let me summarize this video for you because I want to end now. Everybody has to pee. I was going to show you money as debt. The reason why savers are losers it's because under what you call the fractional reserve, it's, the, it's called fractional reserve banking. You get money from borrowed money, and then they borrow on top of your money nine, 10 times. Cool? That's fractional reserve. So that means I give you a pie, Jerome, but the pie is already owed to 10 different people. So you can eat the pie, but then you my slave. Grace, Google, debt, slavery. If you take the pie, I'm almost done. I'm give me five more minutes. We're not gonna show the video, I'm summing it up. If you take the pie, you mind now. See, this is what you said. I don't know if y'all know it, but every culture on planet earth has been a slave at some point in their, their history. Now, American slavery is different from all slavery, but every culture on planet Earth has been a slave. Is that, is that okay? That's just, that's just historicity. You know, so I'm going to bring up slavery real quick. Hold on, stop it real quick, Grace, because you, know, you bring up slavery, people get nervous. I'm talking about all y'all. And one day, Susan's people were slaves. It's the truth. It just... Yeah, they were indentured the servants. Okay. Indentured servants, gladiators. <laughs> Poor white people working for somebody that had more money than they. There you go. There you go. Educated man. Everybody, every culture and planet Earth has has went through slavery in some form. Feudalism, indentured servants, you know, gladiators fighting for their freedom. Doesn't matter. Every single culture on the planet. 
American slavery is very different. It's the first time ever the federal government was in on it and legally etched out a people from being prosperous. That's a completely different thing. Consider this is slavery, listen to me. The Federal Reserve is slavery. I know you don't like it, or I'm lying or I'm militant. I get it, it's propaganda, go ahead. Grace, put it on the screen, please. Debt slavery is this. She has a sweet voice. I want to read it in my strong one, Jerome. Debt slavery, also called servitude, debt bondage, or debt peonage. My bad. <laughs> a state of indebtedness to landowners or merchant employers that limits autonomy. Autonomy, autonomy means self-dependency, self, the self automatically going on. I am efficient. I'm efficient, like a like a, a windmill. As long as the wind blowing, it, it can operate itself. <laughs> that limits the autonomy of producers and provides owners with capital and cheap labor. Examples of debt slavery, Anthony just said it, indigent servitude, peonage, and other forms, forced labor exist around the world throughout history. Stop it right there, greats. Everybody here know you got to work, huh? Yep. Who in here think you don't have to work? I don't care if you say an investor. You, there's not a single person here that says, oh, no, I'm just, just, just going to track my way through life. <laughs> so if everybody here has to work, everybody here is in debt slavery. Help me, somebody. I'm ending, playing on the ground. You know what I'm saying? You're in debt slavery. And the fractional reserve banking hypers that debt slavery. So when I give Jerome a pie, soon as Jerome eat that, no, you don't got to eat it. I don't give a damn if he eat it. I don't care what he do with it. Soon as Jerome say, let me get a pie too. All right. Now you owe me 10 times. In jail, and I don't know, I know y'all say, but let me tell you what that mean in jail. <laughs> Okay, well, I don't do you know this is it's, 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 it's only me and sugar, you know, me and me, me and come sugar. on now. Come know. on, yeah, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's not my address no yeah, more, though. Yeah, but you understand. In jail, Jerome, when I tell you I need that same pie back, that's not good news. And when I tell you with, with interest, I need that pie 10 times. That means through force or not, I'm gonna get my pie back. It's as, as vulgar as you want that to be, I need you to know the government is telling you, don't fight it, just let it happen. I don't like the way that sounds. You shouldn't, <laughs> but you shouldn't, but you're getting pillaged every day. <laughs> every day, <laughs> they put you in a chokehold saying, I'm going to eat my 10 pies back. And here's the deal. Back when Susan, back when, back when anybody non-black was in slavery, back when Black was in slavery. They were nice. Soon they said, oh, we'll take care of you. We'll provide you the land. We'll provide you the food. We'll provide you shelter. But run, get my money. They flipped it now. We ain't providing you nothing, Susan. We ain't providing you no land. We ain't providing you no, no shelter. We ain't providing you no food. You go make all that and still run me my money. 
And every single time that we find ourselves taken from the government, oh, you talking about assistance? Nope. Do you got money? You took from the government. You are 10 times a slave. That means your money need to be moving at least at 10 times speed to free yourself from slavery. Let me end. I'm already in it. I'm telling you, you don't have to like it. And I don't look like your teacher. So you already have cognitive dissonance hitting you. I'm either too male, too dark, or whatever your teacher looks like. I'm not it. So you have cognitive dissonance going on. But the moment Kim accepts a dollar, Kim owed me 10. Do you hear what I'm saying? And you know this to be real, Frida, because if you don't work, you can't get from under me. Because debt slavery is in perpetuity. Y'all know what that means? A time we ain't deciding yet. It's just going. It's just, when, when I'm gonna get out of it? We'll come together later and figure it out. And later never happens. And the coming together never happens. Because the only time we get to come together is when you pay me back my money. And I am Uncle Sam and I need my money. So go ahead. Go on to the Bahamas. Change your citizenship. <laughs> Central Bank over there too. Go ahead in. Go to the UK. Poof, they started the Central Bank. They invented it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It don't matter where you go. It's long if you so why well, well, I don't want to go. I'm gonna go away from a central bank. So you're gonna be an enemy of us then. Japan, Russia, some sort of communism, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go on over there. Yeah. Now you gotta die. So it's either running me my money or be an enemy of the state. Welcome, 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 welcome to your life on earth. And as much as you don't like me saying it, you ain't mad at me. You're going, well, why the hell they didn't teach me that? And that is where I wanted to end with Susan's original question. Then if I do, then if I don't. They teach you how to invest in stocks. You ain't never went through school and they ever taught you about real estate, never. You, 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 you ain't never took a class. And they said, okay, here's how you do a real estate contract. Here's this, here's that. Because this is what I said. How many of you, the government teach everybody, 401k, it is, they teach everybody. They teach, they, even in free school, they introduce stocks to you. Introduce compound interest. Told you how to write a check. Yeah. I remember, yes. and I'm a millennial. Yes, and when I got to high school, the first thing they did was say, your, your name go on the top right-hand side, right? They taught, <laughs> they, taught, they taught me two things, Jerome. Early in school, they taught me how to write a letter because with no internet. Right. Y'all don't, yep. don't remember that? Yep. Uh, uh, Antonio, I'm a little bit older than you. Well, I used, when, when I was in school, they had PSFS. You had, they, on Thursdays, you bring your dollar and put your dollar in the in your bank book. <laughs> they told you that they had it set up, man. You in, you in, you in second grade, you got a bank book and you bring your dollar in there to put it. They had y'all set up to go right through the system. Oh. Yeah, set up. 
Because where do you learn, please, please, please hear me. Where do you learn nationalism? You don't learn it at home. The origin of nationalism is the public school system. Antonio. Yes, sir. You know, as you sitting there talking. I am talking too, Jerome. I say I'm a little older than most folks on here. There is a, P, a PBS show, Frontline. Oh, yeah. talks about pensions yep. and 401ks. Mm -hmm. And everybody needs to see it because when I saw it, it blew my socks off mm -hmm. about how 401ks came into being because they were originally supposed to supplement pensions so that people would have enough money when they retired for, on Social Security with the pension to, to bridge that gap of about 15%. The employers realized that they were putting aside like maybe one or two or 3% for 401ks but 15% for the pensions, yep. they flipped it, got rid of the pensions and put everything in 401ks. And they said, this ain't enough money for people to live off of when it's time to retire. And the employer says, yeah, okay, whatever. But, but I'm getting a whole lot more money back in my pocket. And when you watch this, that story, it will blow you away about how many people, when they get to my age and a couple of us on this line, how we got to end up going back to work because we put all of our money in 401ks because they were no pensions. And you know, social security ain't enough to sustain you, but you don't find it out until it's too late. And who's going to hire you, Walmart? You know, yep, that's it. you talk about us, but it, but it really makes you realize that if you're waiting on social security and your 401, 401k has a shelf life, shelf life. And I'm not saying that they're bad because if they're going to match certain amount, get it, but don't sit there and count on it to take you to when your eyes closed. You better have something else. So I, I just wanted to mention that. You know. Jerome, I think you're talking about, I pulled it up. I never, I pulled it up. I might watch it today. I think you're talking about this right here. The retirement gamble, full documentary, frontline, 401k. This is what it looked like before. I, they got two of them back to back. When I searched it, uh-oh, my bad. Move that all the way over. When I searched it, it looked like this here. The retirement gamble and the pension gamble. This is the one, yeah, them. yeah. The 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 one that the one with them three people. That's the one I think I remember seeing, and it's it will blow you away. It's just unbelievable, and it's mm. so sad because the guy in charge of the four one ks. Oh, right here, Jerome. How four one k plans work and why they kill pensions. Look at that. Bingo. Yeah, and and mm. I tell you, it's just amazing when when the four one k guy went to the owners and said. Would you want people to handle your retirement the way you handle it? He said, of course not. Mm, then why are you good. doing this to your employees? Mm. They had no answer. Wow. They knew they they knew that they were screwing the employees around and not giving them enough when it was time to retire. And and nobody did anything. And I didn't even know this went on. And I just said, I love frontline. Frontline is man. The, I love journalism. Journalist, real journalism. Not that Mari Povich, Jerry Springer stuff. Now, real journalism. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it ain't much on Fox News. It ain't much on MSNBC. You know what I'm saying? But there's always an anchor, though, Susan, that's giving you real journalism. You count on Anderson Cooper. I, I have yet to, <laughs> I have yet to see where Anderson Cooper didn't go all in 
and give you both sides. I, I have yet to see it. And, and life has to be difficult for him. He's an attractive white gay male yeah. out front. I don't see how he ain't picked on. You understand what I'm saying? It, it has to be difficult for him, both sides. Journalism is heaven on earth. Because the moment we take it away, all you got left now is propaganda. See, I'm too young to be talking like this, but I know what I'm talking about. You understand what I'm saying? You take journalism away, all you got left is government-sanctioned news. Now you're in communism. You know y'all don't like that. The fight coming up now, and I know Phil knows this, it's going to be who gets to have our information, corporations or the government. That's the fight happening now. And it's the fight that's going to eventually come to a head at some point. And I have no idea how it's going to end. But I can tell you this, neither side should be trusted. But right now, neither the government or corporation should be trusted. Why? Because corporations sell your information. Governments control you. Which, which poison you're going to choose? I don't know. It's up to you which poison you're going to choose. That's completely up to you. So let me tell you, back to Susan's original question. Then if I do, then if I don't. I am telling you that if your money is not moving, if you don't move your money, and if you don't put it in a hard income producing asset, you are in doomed trouble. Here's why. Because no matter what you say, no matter how much you disagree with me today, Frida, it doesn't matter. They hatched a plan way back before any of us were born to get as much unearned income as possible. Because it's not like the government can come out here and do sales funnels. It's illegal. It's, not, it's, it's against the Constitution. The government can't come out here and start competing with real estate agents. It's against the Constitution. When Lincoln, or was it Lincoln? Whoever did the, the, the Louisiana Purchase, I can't remember who it was right now. Whoever did the Louisiana Purchase had to do it so fast because can the government buy land? We bought it from the French. They did it so fast before you can argue. Just look it up yourself. Look it up yourself. The government ain't allowed to come out here and just go in business. So what is it then? Easy. I can do unearned income though. Mm. I can have them in business while I eat off of everything they do. So if you don't find yourself having your money make a lot of money, and, and this is why you don't despise small beginnings. This is why every ascending master told you just start somewhere. Just start somewhere. It's okay make 10 cents. 10 cents doubles a lot should you stay faithful. But you got to have your money moving faster than their oppression of you. If right now, here's my plan. Well, I'm already doing it. Hopefully by Friday, I'll be finished. Here is, I got to go take an exam. This is one of my Udemy classes. I'm doing Python. Python and benefiting app is the beginning of artificial intelligence. You understand? I got to do 11 different Pythons. Forget all this. Forget all this. Forget all this. Right now, I'm 106 classes complete out of 381. It's long. It's 32 hours just to finish. But here's the deal. It's not that I care about Python. It's not that I care about building robots. It has nothing to do with I care about being smart. 
has everything to do with the fact that I see technology replacing everybody like it should. That's the whole point of technology to make human life easier. I see that I am black, so I am most vulnerable. Not the most, but most vulnerable. I see I'm not young no more. So I better go ahead and learn what's, what's supposed to be learned. And I can assure you, in the next 22 weeks, I will have everything ATS to where it don't depend on a single customer. Y'all didn't hear Okay, somebody yeah. heard me. Why? Has nothing to do with I don't want customers. Because the truth is, I will have customers. It's going to be a different version of customers. Unearned income. What the government is doing to us, I'm doing right back to them. Mm. I'm not complaining. I ain't arguing. I'm 40 years old. Learning new skill sets. Yes. Here's the honest to God truth. My kids start school in May. They've been doing gaming stuff. They start school in May and they're going to learn the first thing. My four, my, my four-year-old got her laptop Friday, Susan. Uh-oh. She know five colors. She probably know more than that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I told her mama, she, well, I said it with a cuss word. I said, if her blank can play video games, she can build them. That's what I said. And she believed, she, I don't know what happened yesterday, but this is the honest to God truth. I don't know what happened yesterday. But yesterday, she said, well, can you teach me with the kids? So come May, all three kids and a mama is for to do artificial intelligence and these video games because she done finally caught what I'm saying. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? She finally caught what I'm saying. And now, and I said, well, that's going to be fun because mm-hmm. now, you know, you get to do it. You, you, you can, y'all can be, it doesn't matter, right? You, there's infinite possibilities of making it coding crunches and eating dessert after it or something, right? There's too many different possibilities that can work because they with me in a day with her, you know what I'm saying? You know, that, too many possibilities for this to work. And now I don't have to travel as much. Everybody understand what I'm saying? Yeah. She 43. She is as computer illiterate as you can ever possible. She's in that, she's in that crazy generation feel. The one with Grace is in, that they're not young enough to be a millennial and not old enough to be a baby boomer. They something else, Susan. They, whoo, child, they something else. You know, they, they, they still, they, they, they still say good morning, Jerome. They get pissed off if you don't say good morning. You know, they, they still say, you know, millennials. We be like, what's up? You know, they, they, they still got manners. They still say good morning. They, they just stopped wearing stockings. You know, <laughs> like a decade ago. You know, that, that generation right there, don't know nothing about computers. She about to learn. She about to learn with the family. Why? Because she's listening to me preach to these kids over and over. If you don't put yourself in position to get unearned income, you're dead in the water. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can't dominate. Let's hear about tonight, please, before y'all go. Phil, tell us what we're doing tonight, please. Oh, okay. If Generation X is what you're looking for. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Crazy Generation. Generation X. Susan, take it away. Take it away, Susan. (laughs) 
You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. Well, tonight we're going to be starting off with the wins and challenges like we do. And you never know what's going to happen, what questions, what challenges. And really, it's a growth and an experience for all of us. Um, we, we really go on a journey together with that. And it's, it's very insightful. And then we're going to be uh, um, covering on the 50 gratitude to journal prompts. We're going to be working on that tonight. And of course, that creates great conversation and learning and growth. And we get to know each other better. So that's well, yeah, always nice. Well, yeah, that, that always seems to and get I, blessings, don't it? And yeah. I can't wait to tonight because I have a win and challenge. I'm going to start first. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm pushing these programmers, Frida, Damali, and, and, and not in a bad way, in a good way. They're all getting some sort of sort of something, something that allows them to increase their ability to earn. And we're celebrating everybody. We are we're genuinely celebrating everybody. Diana might get another one today. At least that's the the attempt. We're celebrating everybody. They are we are we are forcing each other. It's like six of us, right? Someone like that. We're forcing each other. Grace was programming. She don't want to program no more. She didn't quit. She just realized I don't want to program no more. Right? She wants to do sales. She likes sales more than programming. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she'll, maybe she'll use her programming knowledge to create some sort of sales thing. You know what I'm saying? So she's not getting like 12 certifications in sales that I have no idea what she's doing and I don't care nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? I just care to cheer her on and she's got a test sometime today. Yay, Grace. Sometime today. I have no idea. Sometime today, et cetera. She didn't get to take it yesterday. Please, my four-year-old cannot read. She's going to learn to read by typing code. No. You're never too young. You're never too old. All right. Love you, everybody. Love you more. Love you more. All right, y'all have a good one. We'll see you tonight at 7 Central Standard Time for the wonderful humor consultants. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training and I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions now is it because i hire slowly true but it's because i wasn't using zip recruiter and that's a fact i wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture and there are so many different things that you can do this summer as a matter of fact you can free up as much time as you want to but if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job 
finder that's out there. And that's why you need Zip Recruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that Zip Recruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that Zip Recruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.